The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. I'm not sure this is the best idea, Joe. Let me see him. Let me me see my son. It ain't pretty, Joseph. This shouldn't be how you remember. Unzip the bag. Where's his head? We we haven't quite... Where is his head? Sorry. I want you. I Anything. Anything, Mr. Langwick. Anything. I want you to help me kill Logan. Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night. Chapter 9, The Changing. How was your first interaction with the taxidermist? Uh, Ernie, I couldn't get a read on him. Something was off about him. I just, well, I came asking about Brent and he wanted me gone, said he was busy, and I, I didn't think anything of it. I was too focused on Brent as our prime suspect, but Hudson was right in front of me. I, I should have been more thorough. It's fine. Well, headquarters won't like that it took me so long. We're both accountable. You know I've got your back. Okay, thanks. Well, I went back and checked the records. Hudson's private line out of the Langrock compound registered repeated calls to this business, many late at night, and they align with the murders of Sandy Evans and Jessica Riley. And you know that geologic survey you dug up? Yeah. Well, this entire area is hollowed out by cave systems, and we know they're being used for everything from what, drug running, cult worship. One of them cuts right below this building. I'm guessing Hudson was using it as a private entrance. Well, time to find out. Ernie Stevenson! Ernie Stevenson, we know you're in there! The shop light is on, your car is out front! I feel sure enough about this to bust down the door. I do. All right, let's do this. One, two... I'm fine! You're right. Go! Go! Hey. Kill me, Take him down! On the ground! You're lucky you're still alive. I'm gonna go look around. I didn't want to. You didn't want to what? You didn't want to shoot us, huh? He made you what? He made you what? <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shh, shh, shh. Hey, it's going to be okay. You don't need to be scared of us. We can protect Found you. Down the entrance to the cave. There's a back door. All right. Is that a freezer over there, Pierce? Check the freezer. I didn't have a choice. Please believe me. Agent Marshall? Yeah. You better come in here. All right. Oh, Christ. The heads. He kept their heads. Joseph and Brent had a trophy room. Looks like Hudson wanted one too. God, this is sick. 
Sandy Evans, Jessica Riley, Sarah Marfa, Rose Takani, Marsha Akalina, they're all here. And even his own brother, Brent Langrock. But why? <sighs> Hudson is to blame for all this? He brought you his trophies? Well, it's him, but it's not, it's not him. I, and I know how that sounds, but you've got to believe me. Explain. He can... He can become something else. He can transform. He can't be a mutant, or we would have... bones, they sound like they're breaking, like he's hiding something else inside of him. It's something bigger. It's... What does he become? It's like a wolf, but not like, like a man, but not, it's like an animal that shouldn't exist. With, with claws, claws that slice like, like scissors. He'd come through that door and then what? And then he'd, well, not at once, not, but... Slowly, he'd slowly, he'd become a man again. Just a naked man, trembling and crying. I'm not sure because changing hurt, or if he regretted what he had done. And I'd, I'd put a blanket over him, and I'd rub his back while he wept. And what would he say to you? He said he wished he could stay that way all the time. He said it felt like his true self. Why did he kill those women? I don't know, I don't. I don't want to know. Well, his brother... What about him? God. You said you would protect me. Will you protect me? Yes, you have my word. We will keep you safe from Hudson. Okay. I've... I've been dealing with his father. For as long as I can remember, and his brother, for as long as he's been able to fire a gun. But Hudson, he was never much of a hunter. He tried. One time, he was 14, he was waiting in a duck blind and accidentally fired off around into one of the dogs. Joe's dogs. Hmm. And Joe has two faces. He's got the public face, it's friendly, it's generous, but the, the other face, the private face, it's cruel. He made Hudson. Go on. He made Hudson bring the dog to me. And then he made Hudson work with me on preserving it. But don't wash away the blood. And don't sew up the wound. That's what he said. And then he made Hudson keep the dog in his room like, Here, this is the trophy you deserve. How does that explain the, the trophies Hudson brought you? I can only guess. Then guess. People hunt because killing makes them feel powerful. They keep their trophies because it's a reminder of that power. Hudson grew up weak and despised. He wanted to be powerful. And you think that had something to do with Hudson killing his brother? I remember seeing the two of them together as teenagers. I was delivering a trophy to the Langrock estate, a mountain goat Joseph had shot, if I remember correctly. When the two boys were in the yard, Brent was holding a leash. And it was tied around Hudson's neck. He was down on all fours, crawling, crying. Brent kicked him in the ribs. And then he looked up at me as I pulled in. He smiled. He waved as though nothing were wrong. 
Brent was bigger, handsomer, better at everything, more loved by everyone, especially Joseph. When you wanted Hello? What? Thank you. We'll be right over. It's the hospital. They found Bobby. What happened? It's bad. We'll talk on the way. Wait, 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 wait. You can't leave me. You said you would protect me. What if he comes back? Okay, throw him in the back of the car. We'll drop him off at the station on our way. Come on. Thank you for calling us, Dr. Beckman. Apparently, there was an accident at the Langrock estate. I, I don't know any of the details, except that when the firemen and EMTs arrived at the scene, they found him. When they rolled him in here, I thought he was dead. Then I feel his hand grip my arm, and he asked me to call you guys. Not the Burns PD. You guys. What are you doing at the Langlock compound? Is he going to be okay? He's in serious condition. He busted himself up pretty bad, but the main concern is his punctured left lung. Okay. Well, thanks for letting us talk to him. Keep it short. He needs his rest. Do you need anything from me, Agent Pierce? Your leg? It no, looks... I'm fine. It's just a neck. Thank you, though. Are you sure? I noticed you were limping. I'd be happy to give I'm it... I'm fine. Agent Marshall, Agent Pierce. Hey. Bobby. Hey, Bobby. How you feeling? <coughs> Bit better. Yeah. I thought you fell off the face of the earth. We're getting pretty worried about what might have happened to you. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was doing the right thing. Sheriff Ridge, he wanted me to tell him everything you did. He wanted me... We know. You do? We, you did? We knew all along. Uh, I'm, I'm so confused right now. Yeah, you must be. You're doing fine, Bobby. Tell us what happened. When we first met, I asked if you could give me some advice on how to be a better peace officer. I, I just want you to know, I learned. <coughs> oh, Christ, that hurts. Can we do anything for you? <coughs> I'll take some of those ice cubes, please. Yeah, sure. Here you go. Thanks. Oh. Tell us what happened with Ridge. Start there. Ridge. I used to look up to him, but he's not a leader. He's a tool. When I when I figured out what he was up to working with the Langrocks, I couldn't believe it. I mean, he's convinced he's a good guy. He says it's a Necessary evil for the prosperity of the town. So well, I, de I decided to play him, like like be a double agent, uh, dig up all the dirt, and, and then deliver it to you guys. What did Ridge want you to do? Well, he took me to their processing lab. He said he wanted me in charge of security after what had happened on their boat at their sawmill. He was worried about an attack. And then... <coughs> And then I found Logan. Or I guess he found me. So, this, this truck operation, they've got a whole trailer park for the cooks. And the, the cave, the, the tunnel system below it, they use that for distribution. There were tracks laid down there for motorized carts that brought the raw materials in and rolled the street packages out. Oh, no. 
I was below ground when it happened. No. I made it up the stairs to the entrance, and I saw him. He had these claws that rose right out of his knuckles. I've never seen anything move so fast. I was hanging back in the doorway, but he could smell me. Logan? Logan, please. I'm not with him, I promise. No, 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 no. Logan, please. No. No, 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 no. I'm one of the grid guys. I want to help stop them, Ridge. The Lion Rocks, I, I promise. I can smell them on you. Shoot. Agent Marshall and Pierce, yes, yes, exactly. I'm helping them. Uh, they give off a special stink hairspray and plastic and gas. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm helping them. I'm undercover. Come on. I'm just trying to decide if this one deserves to keep breathing. You say the suits you were working with are trying to take down the Lion Rocks? Yes. I mean, I, I think so, yes. Once they know about this place, so definitely. We've swept the place, Logan. What do you want us to do now? Burn it to the ground! <laughs> Light it up! Hey! up and slay me against the wall and for a second I couldn't tell up from down my whole body felt like a bruise so he let you go well I mean he did hurl me down the stairs and lit fire to the place but uh well yeah he didn't rent my heart out so I pretty much consider that a win I was at the trailer park you know later and it was nothing but blood and ashes and a message scrawled in the dirt. It said, you're next. Do you know what that meant? That must be the Langrocks, right? To maybe Ridge even. So anyway, my phone was busted. And my left wrist too, ear wouldn't stop ringing. What? Nothing, keep going. I laid there for a long time down in the cave. Everything hurt, and I was, I was scared. I thought there was so much smoke everywhere, and I thought, I, I, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't even make it out. What's the point, you know? I just felt like giving up, I guess. But then I thought, um, Bobby, no. What about Burns? I mean, if even the sheriff's on the wrong side of the law... And who's going to help this town but you? So I got up. Uh, I got up and I, I set off for the Lang Rocks. Uh, straight to the source. I climbed the fence at the edge of the compound and, and snuck my way from tree to tree. It was snowing, not a lot, just enough to make everything quiet. I was headed for the house, but then I noticed a light on in the pole barn. It was a, a storage unit uh, for all their hunting supplies. That's, that's what I thought at first. There were chains, uh, traps everywhere, bear traps, hundreds of them, like a curtain of metal. And on the other side of them, I heard voices. Mr. Langrock and Hudson. 
I couldn't get too close, but there was a cage, a, a big steel cage. Hudson was inside it. Even the day you were born, even the day you were born, I knew what you were going to be. A monster. Please, you made your beautiful mother bleed and bleed and bleed. I watched her fading away, and it was you. You. You killed her! Don't! And then, when the nurse asked me if I wanted to hold you... Don't! I said, no. I have never wanted you. You are not a member of this family. And you never have been. Please stop. By killing those women, you were hurting this family all over again, punishing me. It was punishing Brent. me, I putting was me at risk. Punishing Brent. What are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I don't. What he did to me. He used to throw me in the trunk of his car when he went on dates. Keep me there for hours. Make me listen to what he did to his girlfriends. He said it was as close as I would ever get to love. Gave me pleasure to kill anyone that had ever given him pleasure. I thought it was from Sandy Evans and Jessica Riley, and then Ernie Stevenson calls me this morning from the taxidermy shop. He said you threatened to kill him if he told anyone, but he couldn't bear it any longer. The secret he was keeping, the collection you are keeping. Why? Why would you do such a thing? You keep trophies from your hunting. Maybe you should ask yourself the same question. You're disgusting. Your brother. What? Why did you do that? Why did you kill Brent? Because he was better than you? Because I loved him? Yes. Yes. Do you know when it began? The changing? It was about six months ago, after I tried to kill myself. It wasn't any one thing that pushed me toward the decision. It was a lifetime of humiliation. If only you had done it sooner. But you know, <laughs> you know, I've never been any good with guns. So I decided on an overdose. I consumed enough fentanyl to kill a dozen men. Instead, I woke up naked and covered in blood. I had been born again. Something had woken up inside of me. Hudson. I always knew that there was something special about me. Oh, yeah. It was just waiting for a chance to show itself. You say it like you're proud. I am. Why else would I hang Brent from the witness tree? Now, everyone will know. Everyone will know I'm the predator and he's my prey. You're sick. You're sick in mind and body. If I'm sick, it's genetic. All right, I'll admit it. Over these last few months, I actually thought you might be capable of redemption. I thought you were at least trying to be a better son. I thought we could work together and control your deformity, make it into an asset, a weapon. But what's it all been for, Hudson? What has it all been for, the time we spent training? You couldn't even kill that thorn in my side, Dinah Moses. You couldn't even take down the strawberry kids without running home to lick your wounds. Children! They're children! You were supposed to... You, you were supposed to be protecting our empire, but you brought it down. Even when you transform, Hudson, you remain the same inside we. No! Look what you've done to us! Look what you've done! Look, lying rocks! No, don't! 
Don't kill Langrock, Hudson. My little boy finally grew up and became the monster I always knew you were. I'm done with you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I'm done with you. You are not my son. No! He's dead? Joseph Langrock is dead? <laughs> Go see for yourself, but I don't think Hudson left behind enough for a trophy. What did you do then? I ran, fast as I could, into the night, toward the house. I wasn't really thinking at just pure reflex. Everything was adrenaline at that point. I, I just knew that I needed to get away from that barn. But no place was safe. It was Logan behind the wheel, driving an 18-wheeler loaded with pine logs and the set Langrock on the door. He drove it right through the gate and security shed, plowed it across the driveway, the lawn, and then crashed it right into the house. When he kicked open the door and climbed out of the wreck, I saw that Mallory was with him. She had a shotgun. Get back. I'll take you from here. You know what to do. No, I am staying right here. And then it came. He came. Hudson. Except it wasn't the Hudson we know. He looked like something that had been built to kill. Muscle and claws and fangs. Time to run, Mallory. This is about to get ugly. I've got a clear shot. Let me take it. We already talked about this. He can heal just like me. You do the job you're supposed to do. But you die. If I die, the world will keep on spinning. Just do what I told you to do. Now. I couldn't tell who was in control. Hudson kept advancing toward Logan, bearing down on him, pushing him farther and farther back up against the truck. Logan, he, he was smaller, but he was relentless. His claws were a blur, slicing and gashing Hudson. Hudson, he was stronger. Hudson picked him up. He hurled him. 20 feet, right against the tractor trailer. All these logs tumbled down, and Logan was caught under them, half buried. Mallory, do it now! Go! It dawned on me then. There was a bomb on board the semi. Mallory was supposed to set it off when Logan lured Hudson close enough. But something went wrong. I don't know what happened. Hudson? He ran off into the night.
I couldn't see Mallory anymore. Logan, he, he just laid there, struggling to get up. He spared me, and I knew I, I had to return the favor. If I was gonna do some good, this was my chance. So I ran to him. I got you! I got you! What are you doing? Get out of here, you idiot! You're gonna get yourself... I don't remember the explosion. But here I am. Here we are. We're Hudson and Logan. I wanted to do good. You did, Bobby. So rest now, okay? Thank you. the next step. The Langrock Empire's fallen, but... Logan and Hudson remain at large. For starters, talk to HQ. We set up a no-fly sting at the Anchorage and Fairbanks airports just in case either of them decides to make a run for it. Will you quit it with the spinner? What now? What the hell is that? Good evening, friends and brethren. Oh, come on. Do you know what today is? The eve of the fall equinox. In just a few hours now, at midnight... We will celebrate the sun shutting its eye and the dark rising. The long night has come at last. Will you bring your hands together and lower your heads now? Will you pray with me? Oh. They cut the power. And it's not just here. Look out the window. The whole town has gone dark. Right. Taken down the grid. Stay here a minute, okay? The hospital will have backup generators. I'll probably be able to get them back online. We don't have time for this. Our targets are on the run. Look, something's coming. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen with Logan or Hudson, and I don't know what Prophet is planning, but I've got a bad feeling more people are going to need this hospital before the night is over. Plus, we owe it to Bobby. Stand guard. Go to the basement. Agent Marshall. Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night, starring Richard Armitage as Wolverine, directed by Brendan Baker, assistant directed by Chloe Presinos, produced by Jenny Radelet and Daniel Fink, written by Benjamin Percy. Scott Adsit as Sheriff Ridge, Bob Balaban as Joseph Langrock, Zoe Chow as Mallory, Otto Isando as Agent Marshall, Celia Keenan-Bolger as Agent Pierce, Andrew Keenan-Bolger as Bobby, Brian Stokes Mitchell as Prophet. David Call as Hudson Langrock, Hallie Charlton as Strawberry Girl, Armando Riesco as Taxidermist, Joanne Tucker as Dr. Beckman. Our associate producer is Chloe Wilson. Our production manager is Emily Pontecorvo. Casting by Shana Markowitz. Our recording engineer is Colin Alexander. Production assistants from Stephanie Kariuki, Carly Krim, and Frank Cooper. Original composition by Deru. Additional music by Max Spranzi. 
Sound design and mixing by Brendan Baker and Chloe Prasinos. Post-production services provided by Phenomophon. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsay Bowen, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Quesada, Dan Silver, Axel Alonso, and Chris Bannon. Our executive editor is Peter Clowney. Marvel's consulting producers are Harry Goh and Sarah Amos. Special thanks to CDM Studios, Matt Gorley, Parabolic Studios, SAG-AFTRA, and Wagon Road Camp. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. For even more Wolverine The Long Night, listen to the Marvel After Show, hosted by Christina Harrington and Jarrah Milligan. Wolverine is a production of Marvel and Stitcher.